back to the Crestwood Red Devils podcast. I'm John Murphy, and today I am here with Sharon Dove, and she is the transportation supervisor for the Crestwood Local Schools. Hello, Sharon. How are you today? Fine, thank you. Thanks for asking me in. Well, thank you for coming in. So transportation is an issue that's always kind of fascinated me, mostly because I won't lie, I've always wanted to drive a school bus. And I always thought that when I retire, it would be a good gig for me. So, but I don't have the license to drive a school bus. But you're going to talk a little bit to us today about driving a school bus and how someone can be a Crestwood local schools bus driver, which is one of the things we want to talk about. But before we get there, when we talk about transportation in the Crestwood schools district, what exactly are we talking about? Is it just yellow buses or is it something else, other stuff? We also have vans that we can use to transport um, sporting events or um, special needs children. So we utilize the couple vans that we have, and especially if we have road closures. Everyone knows that in the spring we have a lot of floods around some streets in, in the Crestwood District, so we'll use a van to go out and bring the students in that we aren't able to get to in a bus. But mainly it is the big yellow school bus. And how many buses do we have at Crestwood? Or, well, let me ask you this another, a different way. Um, because I know we have buses and then we have routes. So let's talk about the Crestwood School District. And tell me about the district. How big is the district? Where, where are the boundaries? Because I'm stuck behind a lot of buses often. And I'm like, where is there a Crestwood bus here? So tell me, how big is our district? All right, we're 74 square miles. That encompasses Manaway, Manaway Township, Hiram Village and Hiram Township, and then Shalersville Township. So um, that's a lot of miles to travel in one day. We have um, 21 routes that manage to take care of all the students in the Crestwood District. And um, we also go to a couple schools outside the district. So as far as the boundary is concerned, what are the roads north, south, east, and west that are like the boundary of our district, so we can get a picture of that. Okay, we go um, north on Chamberlain Road to Crackle Road, and then also on north on 44, clear up to Crackle and Harner. It's a dual-named road. The Jaga County side is Crackle, and the Crestwood side, Portage County side is Harner. Then we go clear over to um, Hiram, up 700 to um, Allen Road, and we actually have houses just a little north of Allen Road on 700 that are in our, still in our district. Um, east is um, 305, over just before Wheeler Road. And to the south, Lake Rockwell is our southern boundary. And the north side is Crestwood, and the south side is Ravenna. And then the streets, going towards Streetsboro and Aurora, we Bartlett Road and um, Mennonite Road. Just past um, Chamberlain, a couple miles there's to, to the city lines of Crestwood. Of, I'm sorry, of Aurora and Streetsboro. Okay, so that's pretty big. That's I mean that's that's that gives us a little bit better visual as to as far as our district is concerned. And you talked a little bit about you did mention that we have some uh, some buses or vans that go outside of the district. Which ones are those, and why do we do that? Okay, we have um, students with uh, special needs that we transport to their respective schools. Um, there are three routes that go outside of the Crestwood District. We go to Beechwood for students and um, Kenton, Ravenna. And also we have Maplewood. Okay. Um, 
And then what about uh, biomed? Are we transporting students to biomed still? Yes, we do. Um, all three schools for biomed, and that's a long drive for the, some of the students. You know, we, we figure that if they live in Hiram and we pick them up in Hiram and they transfer to the biomed bus, they've already been on a bus for 20, 25 minutes, depending on where they live, and then they have a ride to Ritztown of another 29 minutes. Yeah. So... That's a long time to be on a bus. It's a long day, yes. So other than biomed, what's the longest time a student might sit on a bus? Providing everything is, you know, there's no road closures and everything is is running perfectly. Oh, to the farthest areas of Hiram and in the southern part of, of Shalersville area, probably 35 minutes would be the longest time. And what's the average amount of time then for a student to be 20. on a bus? Okay, so that's not too. That's not I mean, too bad. If you live near the school, you're going to be off in five minutes, you know. But if you have to, if you have to drive away from the school, then they're going to be on fifteen to 20, 25 minutes, just depending. And then every stop we have adds time to their ride, of course. Sure. So we ask that folks are out in the morning, five to ten minutes ahead of the bus stop. Make sure that the students are away from the road but visible. I've been substitute driving, and it's dark out there for the high school route. Oh. And some of the students have been flashing their. Um, cell phones for us. That helps a lot, especially when it's a sub, because you know the address range is coming up, but sometimes it's a little bit faster than you thought it would be, and we've we've missed a, a driveway here or there, so <laughs> I know I haven't. That's an apology to everyone, so. Oh, well, I'm sure, I'm sure it's, it's okay. Um, you did mention Beechwood. What is, Be- what, transporting students to Beechwood, what's in Beechwood? That's autism, for, gotcha. for autism. Okay, all right, so they go up there. So we take students to uh, Biomed in Rootstown. You mentioned Kent, is that St. Patrick's? No, is that still a no. school? Uh, there is still a school there. Okay. But we don't, trans- we don't have students that attend to transport there. We have um, Le- the LEAP and EA program for um, students with um, special so we're we're obviously transporting uh, kids from home to the to the, to the buildings, and we're transporting kids from the buildings back home. How many kids are we talking about here then? Just under a thousand students ride our buses each day. So so the total district is a thousand just riding buses. Just riding buses. And we okay. still have a lot of parents that are um, having their students be car riders, but the buses are available for them to be on if they would like. How is that when you measure that up against some of the other local schools? Is it small, medium, large? We're small now. Okay. Yeah. Crestwood okay. was large at one time, but our enrollment isn't what it was 30 years ago. Well, I've been here about 24 years, and uh, I remember when I first came, you know, even just our 9 to 12 was the size it is now, you know, with our 7th and 8th graders in the building. Let's talk about sending kids to events and after-school activities. Um, on an average, on an average day, what types of routes run after school to other uh, events, and what kind of events are we talking about? Okay, we transport all the sporting events. So it'll be cross country, football, um, in the in the winter, basketball, volleyball, and also volleyball. I don't want to miss a sport. So, but right. any sporting event that they would need to be transported out of our district, we would take care of that for them. And it depends. Um, sometimes we have. Five buses, like football, we have five buses going out. Two for football and, well, I should say five drivers. And then two for the band, and we also have a driver that takes the band's um, equipment in the trailer with a truck. 
Okay, so that so. is actually the school that's not a bad parent that hooks that up to the back of their... No, no that's an employee, school employee. Okay. Yes. Um, and uh, that trailer seems to be getting bigger and bigger. You know, every five years or so, the trailer gets bigger. So pretty soon we're going to be driving a semi out there, I think, you know, with our these band competition requests and everything well, else. I was in the band, so we have the best band around. So well, we have to give them that plug. We absolutely do, of course, of course. Okay, so field trips. Field trips, I know that I've taken students to field trips um, to the Cleveland International Film Festival. And then last year, I took them to something called Knowledge Bowl, which was very far away. It was like a three-hour drive. So would that be the furthest field trip you guys have ever taken? We've gone to Indianapolis for band and up into um, Sandusky, Toledo area for the band. And... Um, into Pennsylvania, close to Pittsburgh once for the band. For the band? Yeah. But but just a class of students. That is... I'm going to be the winner. Pro- you probably are the winner. All right, very good. In my tenure, you're probably <laughs> the winner. That was a long field trip. So I understand we have a need for bus drivers here in our district. First of all, tell me, what are the qualifications that somebody needs to be a bus driver here in any school district, really? Okay, you need to... Uh, obtain or have a class B CDL with a school bus and passenger endorsement. If folks don't have that particular license, we do train. Um, that requires a 15-hour class for pre-service to learn the rules about Ohio's um, bus driving laws, bus stops, pickups, things like that. Then they have a minimum of 12 to 20 hours in the bus to drive, um, once they start their training. And then that also includes a pre-trip inspection. And all this um, enters into what they have to do when they go to get their CDL license. Okay, so you guys do the training, and is it on a, on a rolling basis? Like I show up at your office and say, hey, Sharon, I want to be a bus driver, so can you, uh, can you hook me up? Can you make me a bus driver? Or is it like, okay, then you have to come, you know, December 15th, that's the date that we're having it, or something like that. Oh, no. To become a driver at Crestwood, all you need to do is complete an application on the Crestwood website, and then I'll have you come in, and we'll go over everything that you need to do. I I've almost figure that if someone's talked about being a bus driver and they fill out the application, they're ready and kind of know what they're getting themselves into, but I'll go over some of the things for bus driving. I have a sheet that I complete with them so that they know step one, step two, and then that can be any day if they want to start driving. It usually takes about a, a minimum of a month to train someone because our, our trainers um, work just between their bus runs during the day. Uh, so, so you said it takes about a month to, to be trained to be a bus driver. And um, would I be able to set my own hours then as far as when I want to come in? Or do I coordinate it with a driver trainer? That would be coordinated with our driver trainers. We have three on staff at the moment. Um, they usually train from 9 until 1, give or take an hour here or there. Um, sometimes we can on Saturdays. It just depends on everyone's schedule. And that I will team you up with, a, with an onboard instructor trainer, and you'll work exclusively with that person. Okay. All right. So, I mean, it sounds rigorous, but it's an important thing, obviously, because you're putting other people's children in your hands. So that's important. Tell me about your particular need for drivers right now. What do you need? And also, what does it pay to be a bus driver? I'll take all the drivers that would like to drive here. We have um, open routes 
that are being covered right now by subs that don't want to take an open run. I have a couple of folks that are driving just for a little extra income in their retirement, but they don't want to have the commitment of an everyday job. Um, so if someone wants to drive school bus and those routes happen to be filled then before they um, get their license or apply, we always have substitutes. When we send trips out for long, the long trip, like you talked about, we had to cover a route for that driver so I would need a substitute. You know, it isn't as if uh, if a driver calls off sick that we can just let the bus sit. That bus has to go out on the road. So I have to have enough um, employees to be able to cover everyone for sick days and to cover it for field trips. And how much does it pay? It's the sub sub rate starts at sixteen twenty five an hour, and then it's just under eighteen once they get on full time, and that's with full benefits. Oh, okay. So is it the benefits start right away, or is there a probationary period? They start higher date, okay. and they're five-hour routes if they are on full-time. It's two and a half in the morning and two and a half in the afternoon, so they have a kind of a split shift. And when does it, when does it start? What time um, do you start in the morning? The earliest bus goes out at 6.30, okay. and everyone is back by 9.15. So the, the times usually are 6.30 to 9, but we do have some that start a little bit later and are done a little later. So Okay, where should somebody apply? go to find an application. Okay, that's on the main page of the Crestwood websites and go to employment, the employment tab, and you just follow the cursor, go down to apply for a job and you have, you complete the application. And you would get back to us, you know, right away and, and uh, is it Apple Track still? It's on Apple Track and when it dings in my email, usually within 4 hours someone will receive a phone call. Okay, that sounds really good. All right, so here's, here's two things that I want to talk about. This past weekend, I was talking to my wife, who's, who's a teacher here, and my kids, and I was kind of bragging about my driving skills because I think I'm a pretty good driver because I'm the guy that drives everywhere all the time, and that's because I'm a bit of a control freak, and I get nervous sitting on a passenger seat. So I think that I would be a really good bus rodeo driver. And I know that here at Crestwood, we have two really good bus rodeo drivers. Can you tell us who they are and tell us a little bit about what is a bus rodeo? Okay, a bus rodeo is a skills test and um, written test and skills driving test for the drivers. And it's held in the spring every year. Last year, um, Crestwood had five drivers attend we had a rookie of the year, and we also had a driver that um, qualified to go to the state competition. And we had the um, third place rookie team. And it's been about six years since Crestwood had sent anyone to the rodeo. So it was nice that we had a group that wanted to do it. I think that now several of them are hooked, and they're already making their plans for next year. Right. They're we are um, going to be working with some of our new drivers, hoping for a second rookie um, uh, plaque. And um, so it's congratulations to um, Megan Field. She was our rookie. And Roger Rohde was the state qualifier, and that um, competition was held in Columbus in May. And he finished in the middle of the pack. I'm drawing a blank on his placing there. Um, and then our top team consisted of... Roger Rohde, Tom Nipper, Sandy Wagner, and Wendy Conair. Okay. All right. That's awesome. Of course, Roger Rohde would have the perfect name to be a bus driver, even though it's not spelled R-O-A-D-I-E. But right. 
Okay, now, I, this is the most important question I'm going to ask you right now on this podcast. You know what it is? If I hire you? No, no, no. <laughs> you can hire me, but I'm not available because I have to be here at uh, 7.30. Darn. Maybe when I retire. I'm retiring in five years, but snow days, all right? So what is the process, and how many snow days can I count on this year? Snow days. That's a fun process. Um, we watch the um, weather the evening before to see what they're calling for. Do you watch any specific weather? Our good friend no. Mark Johnson from News Channel 5? I watch 5. I watch 8. I compare them all. Do you so. do like the snow? What is Mark Johnson has the snow calculator and he probability of snow day? Mr. Toth has something. Okay. Snow right. calculator. I let them do that. I just watch the, uh, the um, weather. And then I usually call, if it's a questionable day, I'll call the couple of the surrounding supervisors to see how they're, they are feeling about it. Um, I drive the roads, or um, I also call the um, township road crews to see how they're doing because they're the better um, gauge because they're out in it at 3 in the morning. Mm -hmm. um, by the time I start driving, it might be great in Shalersville, but by the time I get to Hiram and if – one day while I was driving, it took me 40 minutes to get from Shalersville through part of Manaway Township. And it, I received the phone call from Mr. Toth at that point that we were calling it. I didn't even have time to call him to tell him that I was in that predicament. So um, it's usually based on cold and just the road conditions. If it's icy, you know, we want students standing up by the road that a, a car could slide into them trying to stop for a bus lights. Sure. So, and we don't transport any students to school on days that we deem are too dangerous for our students to go. I always thought that Durthick Hill was a big, uh, like a measuring stick as far as snow days was concerned. If we I can't get up and down Durthick Hill, we're shutting down the school. Maybe I should just drive there. But it's a state road, so okay. it's usually a little bit better than some of the other ones. But the drivers would probably maybe have a different opinion on that also because we've had some days when they were like, Back roads were better than the main roads. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, sometimes they can't get to them. Yes. Um, okay, so last but not least, what is the one thing you would tell other drivers, Would you would remind them, and the thing that you're hearing the most from your drivers when they come in back to the office and go, man, these drivers, blah, blah, blah. So what would you want to tell drivers when they're out there on the road behind in front of a school bus? That's a child's life that they're taking in their hands if they decide to run the reds. The yellow lights on a school bus come on as we're approaching a stop. And I realize that sometimes in the afternoon, there's not a student standing there for them to know where we're, when we're going to stop. But we're supposed to apply our lights, you know, 300 feet ahead of the um, bus stop. And then once we stop and we open the door, that's when the red stop sign comes out. So it's... It will be two or three seconds or half of a minute for them to stop during the bus stop, but they don't know where a child would be coming from when they're running the reds. Right. That's, our, that's our concern, just the, the red light runners. And we can't get enough information some days because there is a fine that goes along with that if they do run the reds and we get the information that we turn it into the highway patrol. So you can actually get a license plate number and turn it into the highway patrol and you have that authority 
you know, say, hey, I'm turning in, you know, and they will follow up on that. Yes. Okay. All right. So drivers, you need to know that, that a bus driver can, you know, if you run a red and you shouldn't because these are children and could be yours or whatever, um, to be careful. Um, Is there anything else that you'd like to say that I may have missed? I can't think of anything. I just would like to have folks consider driving school bus for Crestwood Schools. And if they have questions, they can call the transportation office. We'll be glad to answer their questions. And then they can complete their application and we'll have them come in and they can start the process. And the number for the uh, transportation office? It's 330-357-8207 and call extension 6051. And again, the application can be found on the Crestwood uh, Schools website. Yes. It's www.crestwoodschools.org. And you look on the employment tab, scroll down to, um, I guess, employment opportunities or bus drivers or applications. Yes. And, um, and just find it there. All right. Well, Sharon Dove, thank you so much for coming in. We appreciate you coming in. And, um, and you know, we thank you for your time. And uh, listeners, again, you know, please consider being a bus driver for the Crestwood Local Schools. That's it for us today. I'm John Murphy. This has been the Crestwood Red Devils podcast, and we'll see you next time.